3: Today on Real Ghost Stories Online, gunshots, screaming, and a mysterious memorial. What did she hear, and how did an elaborate memorial seem to pop out of nowhere and then disappear?
1: This is Real Ghost Stories Online.
3: That would be an interesting thing to have happen, where something shows up physically in our realm, and then suddenly it's gone, uh, heard of this before of like houses being in places or people driving by and seeing one and then later it's gone or it's uh, abandoned and it was once uh, not that long ago uh, just full of life and
2: looking lovely.
3: Uh, it's weird how these sort of things happen. Uh,
2: have you ever heard of things like that Todd? Yeah. I mean, I've, I've seen stories where like a family will go someplace and they'll spend time at a house, like you mentioned. And then all of a sudden, like it was never there to begin with, or has been gone for like 50 years. You hear these stories sporadically, you know, in the past. And it's like, how does that even work? Is that some, something on the, the timeline continuum or something that gets messed up or I don't know.
3: Yeah. Is that a ghost or is that something like that? Or is it all kind of connected? Uh, Story says, hello, my name is uh, Dalla. I am a longtime listener of your lovely podcast. Whether or not the story counts as a true ghost story or not, I haven't the foggiest. Whatever it is, love your feedback on the matter. And it is an occurrence I still have many dreams about. Before I begin, let me offer you some background. My family has always been very religious, and my mother is a strong Christian woman. All the women in my family have an unusually strong bond to the ghost world. But given the doctrine we've been brought up in, it remains mostly unexplored, as most of my family would rather not deal with the unknown. Given some of the events that occurred, and there were a great many, I can hardly blame them. I have many stories, many of which I'd love to share. I'll start by telling you one of the shorter stories I have. I moved to Oregon when I was 20. I moved around a lot as a kid and continued to do so with my family well into my adulthood. In the neighborhood that I lived in for about a year, there was a certain bridge I would have to cross every day to get home. It was a small bridge crossing a very small creek completely surrounded by a grove of trees, a lot of dark shadows, even in broad daylight. There was a chain-link fence across that bridge. One day in the summertime in broad daylight, I crossed that bridge while I was out walking. The streets, normally exceptionally busy during that time of the day, were unusually dead. There wasn't a single living soul about on the street They were completely empty and silent. Being that this was an extremely busy street and business district that was unheard of, especially during the afternoon, that in and of itself was very strange, but nothing compared to what happened next. As I passed the bridge, I was filled with a sudden dread. Can't explain the feeling I got, but it was almost as though I were prey being stalked by some dangerous and unseen predator. Never being one to ignore a gut feeling, I quickly turned the corner and headed toward home. Silence was heavy. It left me extremely uneasy. Not a few moments later, after having turned the corner, I suddenly heard very loud gunshots. My first instinct was just to run away until I heard the distinct sound of a woman wailing. Her grief was penetrating and so overwhelming that I felt a horrible, sharp, burning pain in my chest and heart. And for a moment, I felt completely paralyzed. I'd never, up until that point in time, experienced a pain so intense in my entire life. I couldn't move. Then I heard the same voice crying, Help! Please help! And I could no longer bring myself to run away. But rather, going against all self-preservation instincts, I ran towards the gunshot and subsequent wailing, phone at the ready to call an ambulance with the intention of doing whatever I could to help, as my first thought had been that there had been a shooting. When I got back to that bridge, there was nothing. Not a trace of confrontation. The streets were still empty. But something had changed. An elaborate... Uh, Offrenda had been created. For a bit of context, Offrenda is a Spanish word for offering. An offerenda is an altar created with glass-enclased vigil candles, flowers, photographs, crosses to memorialize the dead. You've probably seen them on the roadside, white crosses and flowers at a place where a car accident has been. Only this offerenda was different. The cross was black and unmarked. The candles were lit and also unmarked, but also, curiously of all, the chain-link fence had been painstakingly and intricately woven with innumerable fresh flowers. Marigolds are most predominant. There was a black unmarked rosary draped over the cross along with cigars, cigarettes, whiskey, and rum. These are common offerings given to the dead, though not common to see at a roadside of Renda. None of these things had been there when I had walked by moments before, but uh, by a few moments ago I mean literally under five minutes minutes—an altar that elaborate Looked like it would have taken hours, not moments. With no one on the street, there was no likely culprit or immediate suspect. What caught my attention, especially other than the bizarreness of it all, was the incredible amount of detail put into actually weaving. Not placing those flowers into the chain-link fence. It was elaborate and quite detailed, but very unusual. I walked by that fence every day for a year. It's not that I had never noticed it before, because I often stopped off to smoke cigarettes at that bridge every day, and it wasn't like it was hard to notice. For the size of the bridge, the detail given to the offerenda, it was impossible to miss. It simply had not been there before. There were no pictures of the deceased and no names. No one was there to attend the burning candles, which dipped and flared unnaturally. Strangely enough, it wasn't fear I felt looking at the altar. It was numbness. I felt a hollow ache where my burn and a burning in my chest had been. Then overwhelming sadness. It wasn't until I heard the laughing in the trees that I truly felt fear. It wasn't human. I can't explain it, and I never heard anything like it again. Of course, I booked it, ran all the way home, told my roommates and boyfriend what happened. They, of course, didn't believe me. I even dragged my boyfriend down that road later that day. And we left the house. The streets were full again. There were cars, kids playing in the streets, and of course, the offrenda was gone. I have a lot of theories as to what exper- I experienced, but I know in my heart of hearts it was spiritual. My main theory, other than time slip, of course, is that someone must have been shot and killed on that spot. They must have lived in the neighborhood with their family, and they must have left an offrenda in their memory. I feel as though the pain in my chest must have been the gunshot wound replaying itself and the laughter ringing in the trees must have been an evil spirit reliving and rejoicing in what must have been a violent death. The woman's voice seems like it must have been that spirit mimicking a woman to draw my attention to the scene of the gruesome murder. That's what I tell myself anyway, because when I did research on the neighborhood, I turned up nothing. I talked to the old timers in that neighborhood and they've never heard of a shooting there. I can honestly say I know for sure what it is I experienced. If you have any insight, I'd love to know your thoughts. Love the show. Thanks for letting me share my story. There'll hopefully be many more in the future. What do you think it was?
2: My first two thoughts were exactly what they said. Number one, I thought maybe a time shift of some sort um, where they were either taken back in time or maybe even, crazy enough, forward in time. Mm. and, 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 and experience this. But then of course you start thinking about psychic mediums and people who can, you know, see and, and feel things that aren't necessarily right in front of them, but it's odd that nobody can report that this ever happened. If there was any kind of investigative work done to find out if there was a shooting there or whatever, you know, it's, it's just, it's odd. I kind of wonder if it wasn't something from the future, like something was going to happen at some point.
3: I haven't really thought of that much. It's often times that we look and we're like, oh, is this looking back in time? Is this something that was once there? But that's an interesting way of looking at it, something to the future almost foretelling
2: of a event that may be going to happen. Right, right. I mean, I think psychic mediums tend to be able to tell what happened Mm -hmm. but i think some of them also have vision enough to to see things in the future so maybe this was something that was that is a foretelling of an event that may take place very soon
3: it would be even more creepy if they walked up to it and it was their picture that was like in the case with candles lit and around it and it's like oh my god what is this
2: it's like Ebenezer Scrooge going up to his grave and the, yes. the big specter points to it. He's like, no, not exactly.
3: Leave. I prefer the Bill Murray version of Ebenezer, Ebenezer Scrooge <laughs> in Scrooged, but um, but yes, yeah, same point, exactly. But uh, yeah, a- interesting story. Thank you for sharing that with us. Do greatly appreciate it. That is going to uh, wrap up this story. There's more for you. All you gotta do is press subscribe wherever you download podcasts so you don't miss any of our real ghost stories and get a commercial free if you sign up through Apple Podcasts. Even try it for three days free if you like. Get all the episodes ad-free, advanced episodes, the archive. It is all there for you to binge away on right now. Until next time, for Todd, I'm Tony. Thanks for listening to Real Ghost Stories Online.
1: That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. Eighteen plus. Terms conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky
2: landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
0: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found.